Okay, so welcome back to another edition of Cloud Conversations. I am your host, Harvey Banks, and I got a couple friends with me today. Loriano, how you doing? Hello. I'm fucking beautiful. How's it going, man? Hey, not bad. You know, you sound like you've uh, got a lot of energy tonight. I do. Hey, I was, that a, a was that a Medea hello? It was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. It was. Cool. I'm fucking... 33 years of my age, taking a nap hits differently. So I actually just got done drinking Red Bull. Dog. See, I must tell them that you're on a time difference out there. So where you're at now, it's like 7.30, right? Yeah. Dog, if I take a nap after 5 p.m. It's done. <laughs> it's not a nap. <laughs> I'll see you in the morning. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah. So the fact that you're even up, even drinking the Red Bull. Just know I appreciate that because I know how hard that shit is. Uh, it is. I'm here, but yeah, I actually just I recently quit my jobs and was working full time from home. So my set schedule, it changes. So I'm okay with drinking Red Bull at 730 at night because I might just work until like three, four in the morning Perfect. just because I can yeah. do what I want. Now, I, I seen on Instagram that you uh, picked up a bunch of books today. Yeah, so ones, right? Yeah, I'm flipping books on Amazon, and I'm getting all this free inventory. And I just got about another 2,600 books that I just have to search through, scan through, and fucking flip pretty much. And keeps me busy. I love it. One of these days, we're going to do an episode where we just explain all the ways that we know how and that we've tried and that we've succeeded at making little monies here and there outside of oh, traditional That's going to be interesting. That's going to be so fun. Uh, the shit, the, the shit, shut up, Christy. I haven't introduced you yet. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I like to talk. This? You know that. Y'all aren't including me. <laughs> well, I, I was keeping you for last for a reason today. Because. Because of silk. Ah. Uh, <laughs> That's called recall. Um, I was like. Yeah, no. This is the previous episode. What did I because say? <laughs> I spoke to Christy. What day was that? Two days ago? And Christy is going to be a part of the podcast pretty much full time now. Nice. So I was saving you for last. So, you know, I could give you a, hey, welcome. I'm glad you're going to continue to do this journey with me. You've now committed to my weird schedules. And... It was going to be a celebration. I got balloons here. I got a cake, but you can't eat it because you're not here. <laughs> All of that. But you well, can't keep you. your I mouth shut long that. enough. To, to... I can, you know, I can't help it. <laughs> but anyways, yes. Uh, speak on that if you'd like or just tell us how you're doing. Well, how is everybody doing today? How are you guys doing? You're doing great. I'm doing relaxing. pretty Life's good. good. I've just been working a lot, taking care of kids, and... When winter sets in, man, I just go through it. I feel like, you know, like yeah. I don't know. I, it's different for me, and I go through it. So, you know, Ooh, we should definitely deep dive into the, how the weather affects relationships or like fucking or even that closeness a person. Because like, I'm not even talking about a relationship. I'm talking about just how the weather affects you as a person. Yeah, like it yeah, affects definitely. me bad. I get isn't it? A, isn't depression. there? A, that's what I was gonna say. Isn't there a clinical term for that? Yes, it's seasonal depression. I get it. I get it every year. Like as soon as it starts getting cold, and it's not even really getting cold, but I know the cold is coming. 
And as yeah. soon as it starts coming, like I get mental block with my content. Like, and so you call it you messaging me the other day. It just kind of like sparked me to be like, come on, girl, what are you doing? So, yeah, yeah I'm excited about that. So it's a. Uh... For me, it, it just became a kind of like a no-brainer. Like when it comes to doing doing things nowadays, I, I try to just do the easy shit and not overthink. Like I used to like over. You can ask Loriana about this. I would overthink about the shit that's not that important, and I would be ignoring the things that are important. So I would eventually like not do what I wanted to do or said I was gonna do because like subconsciously I talked myself out of it or I just. I don't know i just it would i would be all about it at first and then it's like eh, okay maybe not so nowadays what i do is like okay what makes sense and the for me podcasting was came it hit a point here recently where it was like okay i gotta go this way or i need to go this way right and it's either forward or backwards and we continue to waste time and just to be honest with everybody like everyone this is a passion of mine but everyone's goal in life is to make revenue from a passion and so like the opportunities have now made it way easier to actually make revenue from things such as this right and so i've been studying for a year how can I do this? What's the best way to do that? Ask Loriana. I talk to him regularly about it. Yeah. I got to do it like this. Maybe we should do it like this. Maybe I should do this. And like the stars just seem to have aligned. And then that part got out of the way when it comes to like, okay, how am I going to make some money to continue to do this? Okay, boom. I see this path. This has presented itself. And then it's like, okay, now how do I continue to make this what I needed to be and what I needed to be for the listeners, right? This really authentic experience. And it's like, I got to listen to them. So when we did the last episode, the numbers went crazy. And so initially you would just think, y'all was talking reckless about sex. So the numbers are going to go crazy, right? And that's- Freak nasty. <laughs> exactly. And so like on its surface, I was like, yeah, but it felt deeper than that. Pause. <laughs> um, mm. <laughs> right. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Hey, hey, but if, it, no, but for real, like to me, it felt deeper than that because like the next day is usually when I edit these podcasts and like I was so entertained while editing it. Like I wasn't a part of it. Like I was listening, like I wasn't a part of it. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then like all the feedback I got wasn't necessarily about the brashness of the sex it was about the openness and like how how it how we put it together and like the teamwork that was involved in that and that was important to me so i was like okay cool this is what i want but this is what i want for more than just sex talk right like because i don't just sit around and talk about sex all day especially when i talk to loriano on the phone we don't sit around and talk about sex. I definitely don't. You know I don't. Right. Like the queen of not getting none. You know she, I don't. <laughs> she, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like, and and so just one plus one equaled two to me. So I was like, no, I need them. 
I need them to be a part of this. I need like I need this to, to happen. And the timing must have been right. Cause like, yeah, Christy responded with the timing. The timing was perfect because I was just feeling this. So that's that's where we're at. Like it's like a start of a new journey kind of here. Yeah, it's I'm a little excited. bit different. It's I'm excited, excited. too. And we'll just see kind of where this goes from there. Because we already got lots of ideas, so I'm super excited. We got lots of ideas, and we got some great involved listeners right now, too. So, Yeah, that makes it even better. Oh, yeah. Trust me, I podcasted for two, three years talking to 10, 15 people a week. Like, that would be the only right. numbers I would do. And, I mean, of course, this podcast doing tons, tons more, but... We doing triple digits. And by the way, that last episode is about to cross over into the thousands. Okay. okay. All the way up. That's it exciting. Was like 889, I think it was, as of yesterday. So you oh bro, it's still doing numbers. That's and that's good. that's well, not just I sex. I'm telling still you. Going to. Right. right. Well, thank you to all the listeners out there. For real. Because I've been doing this for a long time without actually having people. That I yes, know were there. Y'all want to hear something else crazy? Six yes. countries. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's amazing. Last episode has been streamed in six different countries. That is really cool. <laughs> that's kind of nuts to think about, right? And yeah. so, like, yeah. So, People hey. People in six different countries are listening to us and what we have to say. Exactly. And so, about like, sex. I believe it's going to be about anything. And that's that's too. the beauty of it is we get to go here. So, yeah, long that was a long way of getting around to this just kind of felt like the right thing to do. And I'm glad to be in this position. And Loriano's ass is going to be here, too, because he was here from the beginning. It's just <laughs> we got to figure out a schedule out with him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, was, yes. Was that a meow? <laughs> That was, that was. That was not my okay. cat. Okay, so, so listen, okay. I listen. This is this is funny <laughs> and fucked up and funny, but kind of fucked up. But I don't mean it in a fucked up way. But if it comes off funny, y'all fucked up. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. So I have a stepson that just got diagnosed with autism. Right? We've known okay. for a while he's autistic. Yeah. Okay. He just got diagnosed with autism. That's his go-to when he's uncomfortable. Is he'll meow? Oh my gosh! So, That's so funny. it's super it annoying be, it to me. It could be so much worse. Both of my boys are autistic. So it could be I've, so much worse. I've banned meowing in my house. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So here's the thing: he's good about following it when I'm around. When I'm around, he don't do that shit, right? Is he a smart ass and like says some of the other shit, like a fucking different noise? Nah, because he's a good kid. You know what? Like he's Aww. a good he just does uh, these he's not weird t- he doesn't things. test you. Nah, okay. nah. He's that's still good that he's a good kid. That's yeah, good. no, he's he's a he's a he's a good kid, so he doesn't. But so when you did that, I ain't gonna lie, bro, it triggered me. <laughs> Yo, I'm about to send you like 20 stuffed cat animals to your house randomly. No, he would love that. That's his thing. No, no, no. Cats are his thing. Like that's he has Aww. stuffed animal cat. This is his thing. So you do that, you're gonna have a new friend. Let me tell you. Yeah, right. But yeah, no, when you said <laughs> me out, I was about to say, who said that? <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I Y'all thought think I had I'm this door locked. <laughs> 
God, that's so funny. Yeah, it could nice. be so much worse, though. My son has made some noises that I'm like, if he don't stop, I'm going to lose my mind. Autism is so great and funny. Not funny like we're going to make fun of him, but like the way the autistic <laughs> mind works is so different. Yes. So like they made turkeys, like drew turkeys. And so mm-hmm. like they you, you draw the palm of your hand and your fingers, right? So I say to him, I'm like, Jackson, did you use your hand to make that? Or no, what did I say? Oh yeah, I said, Jackson, did you use your hand to make that? He said, no, I used a pencil. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't understand. I said, no, 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 no. I, he yeah, because compl- they see like black, like what they don't know how to take anything. Like it, everything, everything is literal. Everything. Like if you say it's raining cats and dogs, like yeah, that's gonna be a problem. Think, They're gonna be confused. They and think mad. cats and dogs are literally gonna be raining outside. And like, they're gonna be like, well, why would you literal. say that? Because that doesn't make sense. It just but doesn't it make is sense a to them. Spectrum disorder. So like you know, there's I and I have two sons on the opposite ends. I have one that is severely autistic. My oldest son, he's 21, severely autistic, doesn't speak. Like was not potty trained till he was like eight years old. It's bad. Okay, mm-hmm. and he throws fits to the point like we worry what we're gonna do. My aunt, he lives with my aunt. We worry what we're gonna do with him when. It, you know, in future years, because he is, he it can physically take over anybody. He is strong. And then my youngest son, he's just slightly autistic, and he's like the best kid ever, dude. Like, I have teachers calling me crying, saying, you have done such an amazing job with him. Like, you know, yeah. so... And I mean, it's just in his head to be a good kid. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, no, it's a, it's an interesting little ride. I didn't mean to get sidetracked on that, but yeah, we got a Loriano whole little side conversation it, there. It, I, again, it triggered me. <laughs> <laughs> but t- today I wanted to, I wanted to talk about a, a subject that like I've brought up to both of you separately before. And I knew we was going to get around to it. I just didn't quite know when, but like now is the perfect time especially since it's about to be winter, right? Because like during the winter, I feel like couples and people that are together and or dating, you spend more time together indoors and stuff. You know what I mean? Like it's harder to escape if that makes sense. So today I want to discuss relationships, right? And not just like relationships and are you happy in it and and things like that. Like I want to really dive into what makes a relationship and like where did how did we get to this point here with like when it comes to expectations and things like that and so i'm going to present it the same way that we presented the sex talk as in like i'm just going to i'm just here to bring out how they feel about it and by they i mean loriano and christy to the listeners so I think that I, I think I know where both of them lean towards both of these, but I don't know. And I'm excited to find out. So like my first question, I'm actually going to go to Loriano first today. And so my question to you is this, what makes a relationship a relationship? Is it the rules that you're bound by or is it just a feeling that we're in a relationship? 
What does that mean to you? Uh, now, hearing that, I think of relationship as an, like a, a bounded partnership between two people or a relationship either between friends as well. And so I also have to tell let's the keep, viewers. Let's keep it romantic at this point. Okay. That's a, that's a good thing. I, I need to clarify that. I'm glad you said okay. that. Well, it's going to be good to let the, the listeners and the viewers know that I've actually haven't been in a, in a romantic relationship, like having like, you know, this boyfriend, girlfriendship partnership in over 10 years. And so this is going to be intriguing as well. But, but to answer your question, you know, is there rules that I'm bound by or this feeling within what makes a relationship a relationship? First, I'm a rule breaker. So I don't think there's like, I throw rules out of the question. And so I would have to say it's like, involves like just feelings when it comes to a romantic partnership in a relationship, because this unknown feeling of like pure natural love, I think that's what it comes from. But then when you said that, I thought like, well, what the fuck is love? And I was like, well, it's going to be this unconditional care, emotional and higher elevated feeling of euphoria, this awe-inspiring feeling with this other person that you can share. But not being in a romantic relationship, I, I kind of, I shared that with the world. And so like this feeling of oneness and love, but when I can find that, that's what I'm looking for in a relationship, this, this feeling of one, oneness and something that's not bind by rules, but this unnosed feeling of pure love that I can't pinpoint. But that's what I would say makes a relationship is just this pure feeling of love that I can't quite describe, but I tried. <laughs> have you now have you had a romantic relationship like that? I, I where the I rules did. were out the window? Um it might be getting there uh here shortly, which is which is weird to talk about. But I actually just met somebody that actually brought those feelings up that I haven't felt in over 10 years. And so it's interesting because I'm actually, I don't, it sounds weird getting back into the game uh, to say that, but yeah, it's kind of, uh, it's unknown at this point, but I'm definitely feeling that right now. Okay. Christy, what about you? What do you think makes a relationship like a relationship instead of just two people well, enjoying think- each other? I think what makes a relationship a relationship is picking each other every day, no matter what, like no matter what you have that person's back. And as far as being bound by rules or whatever, I feel like that depends on how healthy the relationship is. So I don't mean to cut you off real quick. I want to stop. When you say no matter what, what does that mean? choosing each other no matter what see because to me that comes that sounds like an obligation but if you love that i feel like if you truly love that person then why would you want to be with anybody else like to me that's how i feel i know you feel totally different about sex like that Mm -hmm. but i don't i don't i feel like if you really love somebody I don't see why you would want to indulge with anybody else. I just don't see that. So what does, 
Okay, that, that that's interesting. That's actually rolls right into my next question. I'm gonna stick it with you, Christy. What's the most important thing in a relationship to you? Communication. Communication. Yeah, because if you cannot communicate with that person, then then you there's no way to like come to decisions together. I mean. Everything but are you sure that that's the are you sure that's the most important? Because what if he effectively communicates to you that he just loves fucking these other bitches? He loves you too, but he effectively. Then I would never fuck with somebody like that ever, ever, ever. I think you know that. I would be like, "Bye, motherfucker! You can leave right now." See ya. So communication ain't the most important. <laughs> <laughs> the most important sounds like the fact that he can. He's only into you. Right, but it, but and that's I okay mean, if that's the if that's the case. But that's, that's fine. I guess that would be part of respect. So maybe respect is re- more important to me. I got you. But but if I'm not there with him, then that's not what I want from him. I'm not gonna be dating somebody one day and then be like, oh, I want nothing but you to want me. You can't want to date anybody else, and mm-hmm. I'm the only person you want to see. No, you need to let me know. Hey, you know, we're cool. I go out we go out to dinner, that's fine and everything, but also understand we we might not I might go out to dinner with other people also. You know, you need to communicate that with me and I'm fine with that if you tell me that. Okay, I'm gonna do the same thing. Loriana, what about you? What's the most important thing in a relationship? That's a great question. So I always find myself pretty picky. And I mean, naturally over the years, it's been a little less picky just because honestly, I'm quite selfish and, you know, I just want some fucking sex, but why is in a relation? No, I, I, this is actually going to, as part of my thing, because one of the most important things relationship, I actually, I want somebody to be selfish, like about me, like this. I had a, I had a good friend say that she loves when people obsess over her. And I kind of get what she was saying. Uh, I literally want somebody to look at me and be selfish. She'd be like, oh, my God, I do not want to share this beauty, this love, and et cetera. And so it's like, you know, most important things, it has to be good sex. You know, otherwise it might turn into like some Bill and Hillary Clinton shit. (laughs) Just everything else could be working fine. But if the sex is out the window, uh, the animal nature especially in men, uh, we're going to find it somewhere else. How often do you think the, Bill and Hillary was fucking? I'm not going to go uh, here, I swear. That's I a just, great question. You I Hillary. just thought about you that. You and your Hillary thing. I'm not going to do Hillary it. Okay. Right. My fault. <laughs> oh, I oh, I forgot. My fault, he dog. wants to fuck Hillary, remember? Blue, blue vest and titties out. My fault, dog. You shouldn't have took me there, man. Damn. <laughs> But you, but then you get what I'm saying. So good sex yes. has to be part of the equation, yeah. like that kind of lustfulness in a relationship. See, but then I'm the total opposite. Christy. I'm the total opposite. I do not like. I cannot. But maybe it's just because of the people that do do that to me now. Like when somebody is like, "Oh my god, you're so hot," I'm like, "Uh, this is f- so fucking annoying. Stop looking at me. Don't talk to me. It, it literally." <laughs> pisses me off i feel like 
my blood boiling when people do that. I, right. but I guess because I feel like I've been looked at like that my whole, like almost my whole life, really. So I guess after a while, it gets really fucking old. Because but I, Christy, for a while, I'm the that's opposite what they paid for. Him, huh? They came <laughs> to see you, though. Huh? For a while, they were coming to see you. I know, you, but I don't. I skeet, still. Skeet, skeet. I think that's why it bothers me because, yeah. like he said, he he used to. He's not picky now, but he used to be. And I'm yeah. the opposite. I used to not be picky at all, and now I'm like so picky to the point that it puts me that I don't even want to be around anybody else. Like I don't even want to. I don't even want to deal with it. Mm-hmm. I'm curious though if like your prospecting partner marked off all your pickiness boxes so to say but then they still had this like oh baby like like this lustful attraction obsession over you like you're so beautiful wouldn't that be a plus rather than a minus if I was if, I feel like if somebody made me feel that way I would probably not be that way I not not be this way but sure. I have not found anybody that has made me feel that way you know right rather than just talking about your body right it's i am such a tough nut to crack because i have been screwed over so many times and done dirty so many times that it has made me just like i'm i'm very tough on the exterior i mean i've raised my son by myself i've took care of my house by myself you know i do it all uh and it's just made me to where I got a really tough exterior. And it's just like, you can't get through to that me, you know? Mm-hmm. Do you think that the tough exterior, to me, I'm going to be honest, what it sounds like to me is like, it's insecurities. No, think- it's not insecurities. Uh-huh. It's, it's tired of being hurt and tired of going through that pain. And tired of letting my son see me go through that pain. So I think because that's that's son, what I mean by insecurities. By the way, like is it? Yeah, def- like I sometimes I use like straight definition words, like the idea of. I think for you maybe the idea when so say a guy comes at you and he comes at you so strong now like oh my god you're the hottest thing I ever seen blah 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 you used to hear that stuff as a transaction right. They're saying it to get what they want to get, right? And I think that now, is it hard for you to, like, I don't know what their intention is. You know what I mean? I do. I can talk to yeah. I feel like I can talk to a man for five minutes and know what his intention is. That's because most of the time we're just trying to you, talk. You've been here in this area. <laughs> you know there ain't no man that's single <laughs> at my age that's worth shit anyways. You know there ain't. So, I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I'm just set up in a position to be like, nope, 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 (laughs) nope. It's not happening because it's just not worth my time. Right. Now, does it, I'm questioning on that. Does it feel good to to feel wanted as opposed to if nobody ever said anything to you at all and you feel alone? The guys that holler at me are generally crackheads. And old men. I swear to God, I live uh, in the country, work oh, yeah. at a public area in the country, a rural area. And 
most of the people that are, are trying to come at me are usually either crackheads or old men. And I can't stand those two people. Now, when I'm online and a cute guy tries to holler at me, listen to me. This cute guy, that uh, he's tried to holler at my cousin before, too. He tried to holler at me. <laughs> Let me tell you about this. I wanted to post this so bad on Facebook the other day. And I was like, no, Christy, don't do it because that might be starting shit. But... He sent me a dick pic two days ago, okay? And then I got online this morning, and he had posted 22 hours ago, send your crush $300 so she can get her nails done and her hair did. Do you know how bad? I wanted to be like, why are people that just sent me dick pics talking about sending their crush $300? Where's my three hundred dollars? Send the money. You're not that paid, so you're not that interested. Right. Where's my money? Uh, I didn't get three hundred dollars, and there's all kinds of people that liked it and shared it, and I'm like, y'all don't know this guy's a fool. He's a straight clown. Like he's a clown. That's funny. (laughs) That's funny. So for me, it's uh, when it comes to like the most important thing in a relationship. It's that was the toughest question that. I seen on the docket today because it it was I had to think about that one. Right. And Mm -hmm. for me, I think it came down to trust and not like I I trust you to not be with nobody else or anything like that, because that's not my style. It's I trust I need you to trust that if I say. I'll protect you, I'm going to do it. Don't ever question that. If I say I'm going to provide, don't ever question me about that. I'm going to do it. Like, you know, what I'm like that kind of trust, like the trust is if I die tomorrow, are you going to make the proper decisions for my children? When I'm mm. not around, can I trust that you, you are who you present to me? Damn, that's a good one. Yeah, like, are you hard. that person? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and it's cause I think once two people have that trust, like I might, I'm going to fuck up. There's going to be days you're going to be pissed off at me. You're not going to like me at all. There's going to be multiple days probably in a row you're going to be like, I wish he would take his ass to fuck somewhere else. <laughs> but when like one of one of the things that I'm most proud of and it's going to sound weird, but I'm most proud of this. My most significant ex, which is my, uh, my son's mom. I say significant because we were like, it was like 10 years we were together, right? Mm-hmm. We separated, it's been, damn, five years, six years now. It's been a minute. We're, it, was, we're just, it was no go back and forth. Like, we were, when we were done, we were done. She's married now. Just two, about two years ago, she's already engaged, living with fiance and everything. She gets in a wreck when it's snowing outside. Oh, shit. And guess who the per- first person she contacted was? Yeah. Jesus? Me. Oh, she she should have. No, oh, me. No. <laughs> and it wasn't a romantic thing. It was a this man solves problems thing. Right? Right. And so, like, that to me was the ultimate testament of, hey, am I who I think I am? And the person I've tried to be to her for 10 years and to, like, next girl and the next girl I say I'm these things, right? I'm a protector. I'm a this. I'm a that. You have an issue. If I got you, I got you. Well, I had 10 years of credibility built up, right? 
So it was her natural instinct to, oh my God, call him because he's going to fix it. She trusted that in me. Again, I'm sure her fiance would have done the exact same things I was capable of. Maybe even more. He got a big ass truck, right? <laughs> but like <laughs> her mind instantly went to, I need to, he solves my problems. He fixes things for me. I trust that when it gets tough, he's the one I need to go to. Now, hopefully that has since changed over and that's who her husband is for her. Right. But like, I walked away from that not thinking like, yeah, she's still none of like, okay, cool. That's the, that's how I want to leave that. Fast forward to my next, the next girl I was with, the same situation happened. Like, I don't fear running into any of my exes ever, ever. I don't worry about what they're going to say about me to others. Simply because even though I didn't always do the right things, they were able to trust that this, the things that I promised them that I would be and, and who I was, that's who he is. And so like, that's, that's what I look for in someone else too, is I don't have to question that stuff. Because like I'm a little different. I don't really again, I'm not I'm not a I'm not really a go through your phone type of nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not a I'm not a I don't get cons- I don't get too worried about stuff like that. I'm more concerned with yo, if I were to die today, what you gonna do for my kids? You know what I'm saying? Are you gonna make right. the right decisions for that? And so to me it, it ultimately became like that's that's what's most important to me when it comes to a relationship right and and harvey it seems like you've been in a lot of like pretty sturdy strong relationships especially with that trust building is there anything that you can give the listeners uh perhaps some advice or overseeing that how perhaps how they can build that certain trust that you've seemed to develop naturally in, in all of yours yeah so for me i always say the same thing it it's ultimately <laughs> yo yo Loriano, you here's how I know you're becoming a professional dog. Yo, <laughs> you tried your best. I tried to, to stretch yo. the words. Yo, and if they tried... didn't catch it, I'm not gonna explicitly bring it up. But you yeah. get good, dog. I see yeah. you and I appreciate that. <laughs> Anyways, let me answer that question because that's a dope ass question. Right, you good. Um, here's what. So basically, my advice is is this: be brutally honest about your strengths and your faults from the beginning. Like, be yourself. And I know that sounds so cliche, but no, 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 no. Be yourself to the point that it almost makes them uncomfortable. Because. Once they are able to work through that uncomfortableness of the things that they may not understand about you, it's smooth sailing from that point on, right? Yeah. And so, exactly. like, throw all that shit out there, especially if you think this person is is worthy of someone that you want to try to build with. You know yeah, what I mean? I was that was to say that was on my list too is uh, transparency. Yeah, and and that's it's best right off the bat in the beginning. All right, Christy, you still there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, <laughs> question. K- 
can slash should you be responsible for making each other happy? I don't think you should be responsible for making each other happy. I think you should go into the relationship happy. You cannot put the weight of your happiness on your partner. That is too much of a burden for them to to carry. That's how I feel. I feel that you should be happy in your own right and you should come into your relationship. Yes, there's going to be off days. We're both going to have off days. And that's fine. We can be there for each other, you know, to kind of see each other through and, you know, cheer each other up. But I don't, I I feel like as a general person, you know, generally speaking, I don't feel like you should put the weight of being happy on your partner. You shouldn't blame that on them. Hmm. Loriana, what do you been? What about you? Could you repeat the question? Was it can or should you be responsible for making each other happy? Yeah, can slash should you be responsible for making each other happy? Hmm. Well, that's a fucking great question. So, like, I think can in the first part of it, it's like, well, yes, si se puedo, you know, yes, we can, right? Mm-hmm. We can do anything we want to. But now, should we is a fucking brilliant question because that will deep dive into your own personality. But because I'm no place to tell anybody what they should or shouldn't do but with the word should it's like well it's like unless they wanted to or felt compelled to then a go ahead but i agree with christy because in a relationship it's it's, you know not sure who or what people would kind of get in a relationship if they didn't want to share happiness with that other person but for myself I, i feel fucking wonderful when i make other people happy and it's like when you start a relationship I'm a firm believer that each person should somewhat be a hundred percent meeting another person who's hundred percent, rather that's like embodies yourself, like be okay with who you are, what you are and, and everything. Find a person like that. I think it's just going to mesh well. And, and then I think it just flow naturally there. Yeah. Because I don't, I feel like people don't take enough time between relationships to actually work on their self. Mm-hmm. people get in one relationship and right back in another and they don't take that time in between the relationships to like work on the healing that they need to work on for their that they might need to work oh, on for themselves that's a beautiful perspective because i that's why i'm so scared and get relationships because i can see that so many women are want to be in a relationship with me because they need something from me Either because I do make them happy and they want to feed off the endorphin kicks that they get from me. And I'm like, well, this is kind of weird. I, I don't, I don't want to be uh, your, your escapism into right. this happy land. I want you to have that already. And then because I'm already happy all the time and that people feed off that. But I totally get it. I, I think it's all about self-love first. And once you amplify that, then it just spreads I feel naturally. like it's you love yourself and then you come into a relationship with somebody who else is somebody else who loves herself. Then y'all are like building together. You know, it's two people that are on like an equal wavelength that then they can like build together. Oh yeah. But you have to be there. Not everybody can be there. See, I, I don't know that you can. 
<laughs> it, I don't even get to the should part. I feel like I am now. I am. No, no, no. I'm saying space. I don't know that you can make someone happy. I'm not, like the question. I don't know that you can make your partner happy. Mm-hmm. I agree I just, with that definitely. I, I just no, that's feel confusing. like it's a self thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. If you're not happy on your own, somebody else is not going to make you happy. Y'all are going to yeah. fight. There's going to be arguments. It's going to be drama. Yeah, and again, I don't have any yeah. kind of, I don't have any mind blowing quote or anything about that. It's just, it's the more I think about it, I'm just like, I don't know, can slash should. I don't know that you can, dog. I just don't know. You know what Here's I mean? Here's the quote: "Self love is yeah. is right. the best love." <laughs> yeah, I'm just so scared of that expectation from the other partner. But like, well, you've made me happy by doing all these things, and why am I losing that? Now I feel sad. And where the Bingo. fuck are you? I'm like, Bingo. well, bitch. Like, make yourself <laughs> happy. Yeah, <laughs> should it be my response? Should it be your responsibility? It's it's not. No, that's yeah. and again, like it's that's not that wraps up. Yeah, that wraps into the whole question of what what actually makes our relationship? Is it my set of responsibilities that I have to do? Because like that's not a good deal. But I'm not gonna get into that. Let me not jump ahead. Next question here, okay? Why is it that relationships are the only thing in life that we hold to the monogamy standard? Not careers, not friends, not goals. What I mean by that is in no other part of your life is it all or nothing, no matter what. No matter what only exists when it when you're talking about romantic relationships. What about goals or passion? When it's talk so goals well you change your goals all the time right well think about like the greats like kobe bryant or something like that where they have laser focus and it's like no this is i'm not making time for anything else this is my this is my love i think that has more to do with a passion yeah see so passion is something different i think passion is like not something you can control he doesn't make love to that ball though uh, it's oh, I would I would venture to say it's it's the same kind of feelings, <laughs> right? That's yeah. what I was going. So, I'm sure I don't know. Y'all are more into sports. I, that's so not my what forte. mainly what I mean is like the commitment that it, to it, right? And and even in yeah. so even I'm glad you brought up Kobe. That's a, that's let's take it there. So maybe this will paint a better picture of kind of what I'm trying to say. Kobe Bryant loves basketball. Kobe Bryant loved the Los Angeles Lakers. I, just reminded me again that he's dead. That's fucked. Damn. Rest yeah, in peace, Kobe, fuck. man. Shit. Rest in peace, man. Rest fuck. In peace, Kobe, Brian. But yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna stay here for just because it, I think it's due now. Um, so Kobe Bryant, we all know, he loved the game, like loved it. Like even the the stuff that you're not supposed to love, he loves that, right? The competing, and he loved the Los Angeles Lakers. And so there was a two-year period after Shaq leaves and goes to Miami and before they get Pau Gasol in the trade that it's just Kobe and the Lakers, right? Mm -hmm. Kobe says to the front office, we need this, this, this to compete. They say, okay, Kobe, go play ball. We're not listening to that. We're happy. They're coming off a a three-peat. They just won three championships in a row. So, again, Kobe loves basketball, loves the Lakers. Kobe 
for the first time in his basketball career, did not get exactly what he wanted. And he instantly asked to be traded. No questions asked. Did not know that. Oh, 100%. There was almost a trade that actually almost ended up going through that was going to ultimately send him back to Philly because Philly drafted him first. And he ended up voiding that trade because he had a no trade clause simply because he did not want to play in Philly. But things were, he demanded a trade. Ultimately, they ended up caving to Kobe and getting him the help he needs. He needed. He went on to win, you know, two more championships. Fast forward. No one talks about that. No one looked at Kobe crazy for wanting to leave because they didn't give him what he wanted. And that made sense to people, right? Oh, yeah, they're not going to give you what you want. Like, you need to leave. Your job. (laughs) You go in and you say, hey, it's been two years. I need a raise. You got me doing more now than I was doing then. And your job says, yeah, we, we're not, we're not going to give out raises. What do you do? You update the resume. Peace. I'm out of here. What, what the fuck? We don't even talk about this. That's, that's wild. I'm not doing this. Right? You don't think, oh, I've got 10 years in at this place. I owe them any. It, it doesn't work. It's not the same as it was. So you have to leave. Everything in life we do, it has to make sense or we don't do it. It makes sense for a little bit and stops making sense and we stop it. Or we go on to the best option. There's a better option. You take the better, higher paying job. Yes, I love my job as a nurse at this hospital. Holy shit, they just offered me a 25% pay increase at the other hospital. Oh my God, my friends, I love you guys. I'm going to miss you, but I'm going to the other hospital and they're going to do what at your hospital? Have a going away party for you because why? That makes sense. You have a better offer. Why does everything work that way except romantic relationships? You are supposed to sign up to literally say no matter what. I don't does know. It, I don't does that think not like come that off as kind of strange? Anymore. I that don't sounds think, scary. I don't think like that about relationships anymore. When I get into a relationship now, which I don't get into relationships, so I guess I'm not <laughs> the one to really be speaking on it, but I'm, I just don't I, don't, I wouldn't think about forever anymore. I am probably, I think probably more forever about my job than I do about uh any type of a man at this point but i do think it's a different type of a love i think that you're physically giving your body to that person and i feel like that that it, that's totally different because nobody wants a picture maybe well i'm not gonna say nobody um because i'm speaking for myself i know some people don't care but i don't want a picture of the person i'm having sex with having sex with someone else Okay, so that's even, I I don't think I was, I wasn't thinking kind of that deep into it, like just the sex. Let's take, we can even take sex out of it. You know how it is sometimes in a relationship, right? It's, you're over the hill when it first starts, but then things change. You hit a point where things change. Right. And so like, it's just not what it once was because that's what happens with everything. You get a new car, and three years later, I need a new fucking car. Your car still works. You just need a new one. It's not that your car got, you know what I mean? Like, 
but as these I'm, things as happen. I've turned 30, I've realized that if a relationship is broken, you walk the fuck away. Because I've stayed in some shitty relationships and it never gets better. So I've learned you walk the fuck away. I've learned to be a quick walker awayer. Yeah. You have to be because it, things can get toxic real quick. If, you know, if two people, even if two people aren't agreeing on the littlest things, it just takes one person, you know, having the wrong intentions and things can go wrong real quick. You know, I'm starting to feel like the relationship structure is a flawed structure, even at its best. Mm. Because as we grow, as you grow, I'm not the same person I was two years ago. It has nothing to do with my partner. Like, Loriano, you're not the same. Bro, we're not the same people we were four years ago. No, yeah. And I, I can say this with you because we are daily involved with each other. And like yeah. where you were at four years ago and where I was at four years ago, we're not nowhere near the same person. That has nothing to do with the partner. So imagine I'm in a relationship during that time and it's here now and I'm a totally different person, right? What if the person I became and the person she became don't quite work together anymore? Right. That's not yeah. her fault that I changed and now, or it's not my fault that she changed. You see what I'm saying? It's so nobody's like, fault. Yeah. And it's just like, but it, how it's set up now, someone has to be the blame. It's never looked at as, oh shit, hey, I think we just changed. So we You're either right. have to like read it's and that's why Everybody's I say it's gotta be the blame. I but think I feel it's like flawed. that's a lot of the reason for that is yeah. because people stay in relationships too long and don't walk away yeah, when yeah, they yeah. know they should be walking away. They'll keep trying, even though they know damn good and well they don't want to be together. I agree with you there. It's uh, I do see a lot of that. You know what I think a lot of that is, and you kind of hit on it earlier, Loriano, with the uh, maybe it was Christy going from relationship to relationship. Yeah, well, people don't know how to be alone. No, they don't. Like, it's so sad. Like, rent is high out here, and people don't want to pay the rent by themselves. People don't want to pay child support. You know, I wrote, I, you know, there's so many to toxic relationships because people don't want to leave each other anymore. Yeah. You know, child support, uh, it just everything. The rent is high. It, they do it for the kids, they say. And, and it, a lot of it comes down to, too, they don't want to be alone. But they don't want to say that. You know, yeah, it they comes might down say to they don't want to be alone. Listen, here's it's my advice rent. to any my advice to anybody listening right now that is saying to themselves that they are staying with their partner for the kids. Fuck them kids. Them kids will mm -hmm. adjust. It will make them so much happier. They if always you walk do. away. Take it from some. This is me and my personal story. Me too. With my son's mom. Listen to me. I am telling mm -hmm. you, the kids know that you hate each other. They mm -hmm. know. They know. And they're living there. They're seeing all that destruction and toxicity. It is yeah. 
so bad for the kids. Let me tell you what, my son has flourished just me raising him on my own. It gets hard sometimes being a single mom, but I feel like that's when you have to buck up and say, okay, there comes a time as a single mom you have to say, you know what, fuck this shit. I'm, I'm going to rock this out. And you, you most end up just being with somebody and being miserable. And if you don't do that, I, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. I was not going to do that. I was like, no, fuck that. I'm going to find a way to make it on my own. And that's what I did. But not everybody can do that. A lot of women yeah, are in toxic ass, miserable ass relationships. And I pray for them every night. Yeah, it's just, a, I know, and it's, it's, I know it's more nuanced than I'm making it sound. And I don't want anybody to think that, like, I'm trying to just downplay their trauma or anything that they're actually going through. But, like, that's my honest advice is, yo, these fucking kids, no, dog. Trust me, they only care. Kids are basic, simple fucking beings. They might All hurt they for a know. month or so, but after a while, they're going to see how happy you are. Um, bingo and and yeah. it's gonna be a lot better it's like gonna be a lot better of a situation the it's- thing you are f- afraid of and i'll talk to women when it comes to men men women the thing that you're afraid of you're afraid that if y'all separate that the father's not gonna be around much and your kids are gonna see that he doesn't really care like that you're just delaying the inevitable it's yes. going to happen anyways. If that's who he is, that's who he is. And it's not your responsibility to buffer those kids from him. You are literally talking about exactly what happened to me. I was with my son's father seven and a half years. We were miserable. It was toxic. I remember the last time we were standing in, uh, I was standing in the living room. He was staying in the kitchen. I found out later at this point, he was already fucking somebody else. And I looked at him and I was like, will you please just talk to me? And he looked at me and he laughed and he said, why would I want to fucking talk to you? Look at you. Oh yeah. He looked at me up and down. And I mean, it was, and at that point, like it disgusted me. We were like, and I mean, he, he has spit in my face. He has, my son has saw him like, you know, do things to me. He shouldn't have done to me. My son, you know, he hasn't saw my son now for over since COVID started. Caleb's grown 18 inches probably since the last time he saw him. When the last time he saw Caleb, he still had a high-pitched voice like me. Now Caleb talks like a grown-ass man. He's taller than me. He wears a size like 13 in shoes. Like, mm-hmm. you don't miss the whole, you know you know, part of his life and by you staying with him because you think it's going to work, it's better for the kids or because he won't be around when the father is gone. It's only going to happen at some point. It's going to happen. There's going to be some point he's going to stop coming around. And there's probably nights now that he doesn't come home and you're wondering where he's at. I'm sure if you're going through all that, I guarantee that's happening. All right, so Loriano, so I want to I want to go to you with something. Well, real quick, uh, Harvey, if you don't mind, yeah, ahead, I, I, I was curious, Christy, because one of my uh, perspectives and, and uh, outside point of views, um, which it's like, especially with your history and what you've been through, I think a lot of people out there have been through that too, 
And I think part of it might also be fear of, you know, besides being alone is if you're with somebody for like, you know, X amount of years, five, 10 years, I think sometimes, especially women, because sometimes it seems men are often ones who like leave and stuff like that. I think women are scared to remember how it feels to be independent again. Is there anything that you can share to the listeners on, on how you became independent out of a long relationship that you had? Well, it took a long time. And I, I yeah. mean, there was times that I went through like, depression. Like I'm sure it was scary too, right? In the yeah, beginning where you're like, oh I fuck, I got to do this by myself. Yeah. There were times I was working like at a factory and I wasn't getting to see him. And then, you know, eventually it just all worked out. It took time. And there was times where I thought I wasn't going to make it. You mm-hmm. know, there was times where I thought, I don't know if I'm going to make it because he did not send child support. You know, none of that. Yeah. And, and then, you know. So when you say make it, you mean financially, right? Financially and mentally. Like, how am I going to do this? Because I literally have no help. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My mom is, my mom is dead. I don't have really any family around me at all. Nobody helps me with shit. Okay. Nothing. If it gets done, it's done because I did it. Mm-hmm. Like when everything happens and all falls down, it's just me and Caleb, you know, it's us too. Right. So, you know, there was times where I'm like, I don't know if I can make it. Yeah. Bills. Definitely. And, you know, but there was always something that happened. There was always a way that shit worked out. Like the moment you think something's not going to happen, like shit comes together. You know, you, you have to literally have that good energy around you. And I don't know. It's like persistence and self-love. Yes. Like you held on to. I've never had, you know, some people have that mentality of like fucking people over to get somewhere. And I've never had that, you know, and I just never had that dirty, like, I want to fuck whoever over I can to get some. I've never had that. And um, I think that has a lot to do with it because like, it took me a while to get at a place where I was stable And now I'm starting to see the payoff and I know that I'm building something for the future, but it took me time to get there because I wasn't going to rap about it by like screwing people over to get somewhere. All right. So Loriano, um, what I was going to ask you was, so you brought up your, that you was in a relationship about 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, Would you consider so so throughout the whole relate, how long was you in that relationship? Uh, two years. Two years. Is it? I don't know her, do I? You do. Okay, cool. I was making sure I had the time right in my mind. All mm-hmm. right. So would you consider that relationship a successful relationship or no because it ended? You know what I mean? Like, like and I'm not, there's no clear cut answer. <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm literally just throwing... I'm throwing this out here to be like, hey, maybe we're judging these things wrong. You know what I mean? Like, right. let's talk well, about it, you know? <laughs> yeah, I feel that. I, I, I always think I'm kind of like, uh, I guess what most people call like a unicorn, a little a side specimen that fucking is a freak of nature and thought. Um, because it's the answer kind of, is both, honestly, depending where your perspective is. And at that time, 
it was a success because I got to meet this beautiful being and soul as a person. And that was just wonderful for me. But, you know, I had to leave to for and it was honestly it was selfish reasons because I knew where my life was headed, even though I had the love of my life. I knew it wasn't sustainable because I was heading down a dark path myself. And so I had to remove myself from the situation. So it was a catch 22. I was living the best and worst part of my life. And, and, but now she's, that sounds like found... a movie trailer, dog. <laughs> I was living the best and worst part. <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't mean to keep cutting you off, but you keep coming with them tonight. <laughs> my my bad. Because, well, I believe the whole world's a stage. It's like the whole Shakespeare shit, you know? Yeah. And we're just merely players in it type thing. Yes. Or actors. And and so, like, right now, the perspective that I have now, that's why I smirked when you asked that. Because I I, I wished upon her that she would find the lover alive somebody that theoretically was like me but better in all different aspects that i was unable to provide as such and she did and now she's got two beautiful kids and she's happily married and just living her best life and it's it's, that's why it's a catch-22 it's like holy fuck it's a success and a failure but i do believe things happen for a reason and it's just i don't see the failure honestly dog like yeah when when because I'll ask you this question and answer it for me. Would you do it again? Knowing the outcome. Yes. It's a success. Yeah. I would <laughs> like do it think again. About, it, think about it. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, no. It just took me a long time to get over it. I'd say about mm, six years. And so my heart would def- <laughs> say something different. when I tell you this. We're not going to do this on this podcast. You know what I mean? I know Baby, you I love you. you. Baby, come back. You, you can s- find us. Still ain't over it, nigga. Oh, I'm over <laughs> I'll just play it. I'm just playing. Took me about six years. <laughs> six years from when, nigga? <laughs> Don't worry about it. I know you. Yesterday, I'm thinking about the future. <laughs> six years from now. Nah, yeah. It's, uh, Christy, do you, do you feel like you've, are there any of your relationships that obviously they didn't work out, right? Mm-mm. But like, you feel like you got something out of it that you would be willing to do again? Your kids are listening. don't do that Uh, there's a couple of them that I would do again but there's a couple of them that I definitely wouldn't I feel like if you got something out of that relationship if you grew from that relationship then you know if you come out of that relationship knowing something about yourself then I feel like that relationship was a success there was, let me tell you what, though, probably the most toxic relationship that I have ever been in in my life was the person that I was in love with the most in my life. And I literally went through a damn tailspin when we broke up. Like, I literally sat in my room for a year. I would go to work. I worked at a call center. I would come home and drink a fifth of Crown vanilla with Dr. Pepper every single day. And I was going through it. I'm telling you, all I would do is watch Netflix and cry, look at pictures. Like, I was sick. But it was toxic as hell. But I learned a lot about myself from that relationship. And I feel like I grew so much as a person from that relationship. So, I mean, and and I, would, I wouldn't do it with him again. But I would definitely go through that experience again, you know, 
that feeling again because I don't think I ever loved anybody the way I did with him. But then I wonder if it was manipulation from the toxicity. Mm-hmm. You know, was it uh, being brainwashed? Because that's what people were saying. You're brainwashed. And, I, and after I got out of the relationship, I was like, well, was I brainwashed? But isn't that love in general? I guess in a way I mean, it again, could be. it's the it's the only situation that you're willing to overlook things that definitely do not benefit you for the greater good of something else. Like I was so sick with it, you know, and I it was so toxic. But I but when the highs, when it was the highs, it felt so good. You know, and but the lows were so fucking low. You know, that's exactly how they describe heroin. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm just throwing that out there. Oh, we not having that guy. That's not. We don't Love know nothing about that. Mm-mm. But are we? Mm. Oh Lord, no. <laughs> Think we not about ha- it. Mm-mm. No. I would say that love is just as a, an addictive drug. It, let's think about yeah, this. Yeah, it, it can it, be. It different. makes you do things that years later you're like, "What the fuck was I thinking?" Oh mm-hmm. my god! Let me tell you, I remember being in high school. I was like in the tenth grade. Usher, you got it bad. Had just came out, and this guy was dating. I knew he was over at the projects across town, and I was at my house. Wait, wait, wait! Across town? Which which across town? We a place. <laughs> a oh, place. Adams. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I was at I was at B Avenue. Yep. Yeah, that's, hey, that's where, where I from. lived at. And it was raining and I was like going through it. I didn't have a ride over there. Tell me why my ass walked over there in the rain. Tapping on the door. And he was like, uh and he was like, I I did talk to him, but he was like, I'm I'm not I have nothing to say to you. You just need to go home. And I motherfucking <laughs> walked home and then the next day he came to my house like hey girl what are you doing i'm like ah but i still stayed with his ass i was 16 but you know listen i walked from twyman park to american legion for some pussy one time i know exactly (laughs) what you mean oh my god that's hilarious i used to have people sneak in my dad's house yeah in my grandma's house lord was you living with jessica then she lived with me at one point, but I don't know if I ever brought people in the house when they lived there because her mama was a hater, man. She was a hater. She was. I yeah. snuck in somebody's house she was living in. Uh, I'm just going to throw that out there. Let that go. <laughs> <laughs> me and Jessica was mad cool. Mad cool. Man. Yeah, I knew y'all I was. I hope she's good now. Yeah. She I'm, married and stuff. She good? Yeah, she got kids and all that. Good, good, good. Yeah. Yeah, nah, we was mad cool <laughs> since like middle school, man. Nah, not even on some like just shit like that. Like she was just cool people, man. Yeah, I remember. She, yeah. you was like the first little guy she had a crush on. I said little guy. I didn't mean to say little nah, guy. Yeah, I was like, in like sixth grade, though. Yeah, like, we was, you was in sixth grade. I was like a freshman. So to yep. me, it was like the first little guy, you know. It, no offense. I guess you're not a little guy now. So I hope you I know. Used to walk across i used to walk across the street to, hey loriano the middle school was across the street from the high school right and when christy mm-hmm. was in high school i used to walk across the street and try to holler at all them girls but like they knew my cousins so they knew i was a middle schooler right i didn't give a shit <laughs> i was still shooting my shot though hb was everywhere <laughs> i was outside though 
<laughs> I get around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nah. It was it was fun times back then. Uh, I got one more question, and when I'm looking at it, I, I kind of even don't want to give it because I don't want people to think that like I don't want the takeaway from this to be that like oh shit he don't believe in love or relationships because that's not true at all. I just I live a different kind of life, and my like my. <laughs> the way I see things I I'm aware is just different. So I just like to present everything to people. Like I, I, I'm, I would never try to tell people what to think or that you're stupid for being in a relationship or not in a relationship, or these are the rules of your relationship or my, you know, I wouldn't do that just because like, I don't want nobody in my business like that, but I'm going to go ahead and ask this question. And again, don't, I don't want it to seem like I'm, trying to convince you to leave your nigga or to leave your woman oh, you know i don't do ha- i don't met dude don't do that you christy know. we have 800 people listening i'm not just <laughs> talking to you i'm talking about them oh yeah i forget <laughs> that Jerry, sometimes Jerry. Uh, you're so new to this. sometimes i forget <laughs> i know so sorry guys i apologize it's fine why it's fine. is love <sighs> okay yeah i want to do this okay so why is love one of the only situations or things that we like throw the data and logic out the window when it when it comes to love like what is it about that that makes us do that because and i'm going to start that by asking a round of quick questions to kind of show exactly what i mean by that question because as i read it it sounds kind of confusing christy did your parents stay together no um do you have siblings yes married am i married are they married no well separated were they ever yes okay loriano uh well it's different for you because i know your family and yeah yeah so the point i'm trying to make is christy do you know maybe your grandparents maybe do you know my grandparents have been are still together they've been together for uh, almost 50 years of all the people that you know. But that's the only people I know. <laughs> Same for you, Loriano. Is is your godparents the only ones you know that stayed married forever? No. Some I, I know like friends of the family or their their relatives and stuff like that, they've stayed together. Yeah, but they different though. They kinda weird. I'm gonna be honest bro, with you. Bro, I already know. Just <laughs> listen. <laughs> We, we, me and you like family, so I thought we can talk about this now because it's been some years. They my rich dog. family, they've yeah. all stayed together. My rich that's family funny, that lives Christy, out of town. That's funny, Christy, because that's the same thing they got in common with them. Really? <laughs> yeah, boy. Yeah, my rich family, they've all stayed together. And then my family that's my mom's side of the family, that they're like more broke, kind of like trailer parks type people like me. They are all like, um, they're they've all been you know separated, divorced, and everything. I've got one family and matters, uncle. Loriano. They've been separated and married like three times. Are you hearing this like I'm hearing it too? Huh? Yeah, but I don't think it matters because I've seen close relationships that I've witnessed that have long extended marriages, who you know have money are well taken care of within themselves. Mm-hmm. They just don't seem happy. 
Yeah, like yeah. There, there's they something there. They haven't worked out such arrangement usually. Like. So what I'm so yeah, so like mm-hmm. what I meant by that, like, is are you hearing the like the social cues? Like, oh, yeah. what is it that holds that group of people? Usually, bound arrangement. To the, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, is it just more to lose? It's probably is security. That, yeah, yeah, I was like, does mm-hmm. it come down to something like that? Whereas to if we're That's both what broke, I said, child support. They people don't want to pay that child support. They don't want to pay that spousal for, support. Yeah, it's see, it's a those divorce yeah. fees. I, they say they are uh, motherfuckers. I, so. I believe, like when you reach a certain age, let's say you know fi- late fifties, middle fifties, or late forties. Uh, you know, it's like us and our ideology. We think we're old in our thirties and shit like that. But I think when you reach a certain point, you're just like, you know, what? I just don't have time to try to go out and date. It's That's like, why I've been I with this am. fucking person for fifteen years. Let's just let's what let's just make this work. It's fine. That's the way I am, but I'm single. Fifties. <laughs> like, I don't have time to try to make this work. I'm almost forty. Very close to forty. <laughs> Dog, I feel like that right now. <laughs> Right, exactly. Oh, yeah. so I'm using that same I don't analogy. Put the energy yeah. into it, you know. Yeah, yeah, and that and that's it. So I think it's also the the energy aspect of it, where it's just like, nah, like I don't have time for it, or trying to get to know like somebody else, trying to get to vibe with somebody else, and literally like the pickings are so slim. With the older that you get. But then again, I think we talk ourselves out of it as well. So I'm going to flip the spectrum. There's you know, 8 billion people in the world. I think we're just fucking selfish and too lazy to make a, a strong commitment for our happiness. Definitely. I think happiness because should always come first. I never, you know what? Like, it's my night. I've been off the last two nights. What have I done? I'm sat in this house. When I'm off on the weekend, what do I do? I sit in this house. Because I don't want to put the energy into going out and trying to meet somebody because I really don't give a shit, you know? Right, exactly. And that's why we have this new age technology where you can swipe right and swipe left, right? Right, yes. And so we're definitely with a whole different ball game. But I'm saying for older folks that are in like 50s or 60s and they've just been stuck in a marriage, then it's just like, well, what are they going to do? Because they're not quite in tune with the technology, but they're just even more lazy. But it's like they're going to do what I did first. when I first got on Tinder, dog. I, I thought that shit was like they smash gonna go or pass. Wild. They gonna go I thought it was when they do. So listen, I thought it was just strictly a would you fuck? Swipe right mm-hmm. if you'd fuck, swipe left if you wouldn't. So I was assuming every girl that I matched with, oh, so you know the rules of the game. So like <laughs> it wasn't listen, we I didn't know. I didn't know. So I my first message would literally be slide through. Period. That's it. Oh god. I, yeah. What I do, you think, it, do you think do you think that before. everyone plays i've never Bro, been on tinder i don't know but like literally here's the here's you want to hear the wild shit about it so, i had a pretty decent success rate bro i believe with that. it yeah. you're a and handsome I, guy i believe it i just thought and i i just thought that was a, my friend adam is the one that actually fucked me up with that because like we would be at a bar. I don't drink, but I would go hang with him all the time. And he was on there. And a lot of times, like, I would be swiping on his page. Because I didn't have no, I didn't have no account or nothing like that. But like that was one of my favorite things to do. Because he put the <laughs> phone on the counter and I'm like, yep, I did. I wouldn't. I did. And so like I literally thought that was the game, dog. And so yeah, it was just like, hey, okay, you swiped right. Obviously, you wanna fuck. <laughs> Yeah. Why would I get to know you? I don't need to. Like, 
But that means the opposite's also thinking it as well. So we're playing all this like this this game together, you know. And I think love has took it like a, a fucking hit left field, and everyone's like, "Oh, we've understand this new game of love, which just hey, let's be lustful first, and then that." Because even relationship wise, it's like, how do you like somebody when you first meet them? And honestly, I believe. Remember they say, "Never judge a book by its cover." Well, you bitch, that's to. what we first do. That's when why you we meet spend somebody, so much money on the graphics. Yo, exactly. Of the book. Like, we got to, dog. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's got to cover for a reason. And we have to look at the person's eyes, face, and our brain is just subconsciously judging already. And it's now, like, if you don't find somebody this. attractive, then. I will say this, and women will probably be surprised to hear this coming from a, a dude, especially a dude that just said that, <laughs> slide through. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the body. And like how you look can get our attention. It can't keep it. Mm -hmm. There has to be more. So like ultimately, yes, I seen them titties and I wanted them. Now, what happens after that is the key, right? Yes, I might continue to still want the titties, but I might actually learn something about you to be like, yo, she's dope as hell. And as soon as I learn that, the titties take a back seat. That's mm-hmm. just the added perk. That's cool. But like, nah, she's dope. She thinks like this. Wait, you think like, oh, that's crazy. Oh, you went through that? Boom. And so like that to me, that shit can t- go way further than I think. I, I think women think men are just really stupid creatures, right? We just see and want to hump. And, and that's all it is. And then we see better titties, and we want better titties. And then Most, we see so better a lot of men are nose. like that, though. You, I, I not all men think, think like they, you. I don't think they. I think the majority do. Honestly, it's just it doesn't ever get to the point where they have to explain themselves. It just usually just fizzles out because, like those, like I said, those titties were really good the first six like, times. Because women like, have so much power in that. I've seen all these pictures and shit and they're posting titties and ass pictures but then they're like, oh, don't you like my personality? Well, bitch, you just have your titties in the front picture. See, like, that's why I don't post shit like that. Cause I'm shit, like, I that's why I'm you not don't, saying don't post I don't shit like though. that now, but we need <laughs> these views to go up. So <laughs> <laughs> we, we switching the video soon and listen. I'll look cute. I always look cute. Oh, I always can look cute. We gonna run these numbers up, okay? And <laughs> no. They might come for your titties, but I'm like gonna they're gonna leave. Like, yo, that Christy is dope, right? <laughs> yeah. Come in my bathing suit with my makeup all done. <laughs> hey guys. No, yeah, like I'm just. I, I, it's just <laughs> these are the things that like I think about, like, just... and, and I like to say, especially now, like knowing we have an audience listening, like. Some women may not. I talk on the way I talk on here is like, if you're if you're a girl, if you're a woman, and you're listening to this, think of me as like your homeboy that's gonna tell you stuff that your man's not gonna tell you, right? Like I'm yes, gonna be like, that's how I think you, of you, like I, like you think your man is thinking this, and I'm here to tell you, it's not like that. He ain't. He's smarter than that, or he's deeper than that. It's not just, yeah, of course he likes big titties on Instagram. That don't mean shit to him. He ain't about to break his home up over the titties. He just likes to see titties. Mm-hmm. As simple as that. That don't mean he love you less or that just because that girl's titties is bigger than yours. Guess what? We're also not stupid. We know fake tits when we see them. 
We know filters when we see them. We know we just don't care. <laughs> like, we just, we just <laughs> yeah. newsflash Animal women. Six. You're not tricking us. We know. Yeah. Yeah. As a, from a girl who likes girls to, yeah, you can do. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, but it doesn't uh, mean it doesn't look good. You know, it can look good. It can look bad. I'm going to be honest with you, dog. I don't, maybe Loriana, you can back me up on this. Have you ever seen bad titties? <laughs> never. I ain't never, never seen bad titties, dog. Never. That's why, like, even when girls say funny shit, like, nah, I got good pussy. I'm like, I've never had bad. <laughs> exactly. Like, I've never had bad. Like, I don't I know. I would tell you... a girl I had bad head just so she can prove me wrong. Yeah, but it's still, we're going to let you just practice and practice and practice. Yeah. Like, I... Yeah, yeah we telling all the secrets tonight, L'Oreal. Uh, I feel that. And any female listeners out there, you could just call me daddy. <laughs> Listen, we're not going to take this oh. <laughs> next episode, though. We're Part turning two. into Coming up. Dayton. Nah, nah, I got, I, got, I got a topic next episode that's going to take us right back to that red room. <laughs> the red room. Ooh. Back down the red room. Whew. Things uh, go so, down in the red room. Exactly. So this and episode, they go conversations go down. <laughs> this episode is coming out on people will be getting this today, which is Thursday. This is gonna be Thursday. By the way, Christy, I'm gonna teach you as we go. Podcast talk. If it's this late at night, bitch, it's Thursday, right? That's what we're gonna tell them because they're gonna hear this shit on Thursday. So you're gonna learn little things like that. Okay. Um we're gonna let everybody behind the scenes through this process. Uh, but yeah, Thursday, you're going to, it's Thursday. You're going to be hearing this next week. Again, we're going to go back to that red room. Cause I got some more shit. I want to talk about <laughs> the boom, boom room. <laughs> oh, we're going back. We're going back. Um, I don't have much else to say to like wrap up this relationship conversation. Again, I don't want to put out, like, I don't want it to seem like I'm anti-relationship nigga. I, I, trust me. I am a hundred percent. Definitely not. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying we should always be looking at why. Well, why is it this way? Well, why do well, why do we do it like that? You're do we have person. to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I you're think stuck that's, in your own patterns, you know, because that yeah gets no, yeah, like that's exactly what I yeah. So I, again, I just be talking shit, and I like to just present other sides, just because that's what that's what this medium provides. But again. Do your own thing. And ladies, if you're thinking about leaving, yes, it's time. I know you think it's going to hurt the kids or his mama or your cousins and your mama and daddy because everybody's so invested. Fuck that shit. Amen. Do what's best for you. (laughs) Same with men. If you don't love her no more, you don't have to feel like the bad guy because maybe she changed and maybe you did too. And it's just different directions. You're only a bad guy if you don't tell her and you continue to do, you know what I'm saying? That's that's when you end shit or go to your partner and talk and say, hey, this ain't working. Let's see what we can do. Preach. Maybe we need to you know, get rid of some of these rules <laughs> as to what is and ain't accepted. And you go from mm-hmm. there. Loriano, last words, Thanks. what you got? Well, I'd say for all the listeners and and to us as well, it's all about unconditional love and your happiness. Be selfish with that shit. Why? Because it's your fucking life. 
You have one life to live. Fucking do it. This is key. Unconditional love and your happiness. I like it. Loriano, tell people where they can find you and or your brand or anything dope you think you just want to leave them with. Another podcast, a book, or anything. Yeah, definitely. So I do my own podcast. It's called the I Self Reflect Podcast, which is where I mind jam about self-love, self-growth, and different perspectives that come from me, but all the research I've done because I love philosophy and psychology and sociology. But if you ever want to mind jam, be on the podcast, or just fucking send me a note. My personal one is 11, Loriano 11 on Instagram, or follow the I Self Reflect brand on all platforms. Christy, you got some final words? There you go. Um, Just (laughs) feeding off what Loriano said, you know, you have to be selfish with when it comes to love because if you're not happy, you can't make anybody else happy. And I mean, that's just, that's it, you know. I fucks with it. Christy, where can they find you? Or is there anything, anything useful, powerful that maybe you've, read or consumed or anything that you want to give to the people that listen because it's a big deal that people take the time to listen to shit like this like someone might give us an hour and what do we have 25 minutes of their day how can you repay them i would say that well if definitely come follow me at uh trailer park beauty trailer.park.beauty on instagram and I'll go over to my YouTube trailer park beauty and I will have content coming at some point and I would leave you with um, you know make yourself happy if you don't make yourself happy you can't and write down your feelings I feel like writing down your feelings gets it out in a way that to me writing is the best self-expressive way way that I can express myself. I get so much out of my mind, out of my heart. Like I just sit down with my computer, open my notes and just start typing like a crazy person and just type and type and type. And I feel like sometimes you got to hold on to that shit because you never know when you might need to go back and reflect on that. And sometimes you got to just copy and delete it. All right, facts. For all the listeners out there, especially all for the females going through a hard struggle or time right now, especially when it revolves around relationships, please hit Christy up. She's been through this and she's conquering her life and she's living her best life possible. And she's been through a fucking mess in the past and she's about to buy a fucking house and she's on some boss independent shit. So if you need some help, please hit her up on the Instagram or her social medias. Yeah, thank you. Definitely. I'm always here open to talk to anybody Cause I've been there and I love to talk to people who just need somebody to lift them up. I'm that girl. I've, I've love to help lift people up cause we all need that sometimes. Absolutely. The lift up. And again, that's what we try to provide just as a thank you for giving your time to this. You can also head over to Instagram at cloud conversations pod. Uh, as a thank you, we're going to put a picture of Christy's titties up. <laughs> so, just to just to give Thank back. You, Jesus. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, one last thing I do want to go over really quick, just to because it's the first episode since the changes. Uh, 
This podcast is now sponsored by Anchor, which is owned by Spotify. So the the show's still going to be, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, it's still going to be there. It's still going to show up every single time we release in your feeds. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to migrate over to Spotify. I personally like Spotify better, just the user experience. But if you use Apple, fucking use, keep using Apple, right? Thank you for listening, period. But on Spotify, switching over to being a Spotify podcast is really, really fucking phenomenal right now. Because when you click our, when you click through to our episode, I am going to put a poll on the, this episode right in, it's on Spotify only. You can't get it in Apple yet. So when you go into Spotify and you listen to this episode, there's going to be a poll. And we are very soon, like within the next week or two, going to have ads on this show. Only probably two per episode. We'll see how it flows. But I want to know, would you like to have your ads in the front, the middle, or kind of the end? How do the you back. think, <laughs> or do you want it from the back? We like it from I mean, the back. <laughs> how, what would be the best way for you to consume it? Some people like, like, let's do them up front, get it out of the way, or... It's good to have a little break in between. It breaks up, you know, I'm going to put a poll up and I'm going to let you guys choose. And I'm actually going to listen to whatever it is y'all say. So please give us feedback that way. Also in the Spotify app, if something just jumps out at you while you're listening to the episode, you can message the show directly from Spotify. It's a new feature that's coming. That's great. It should be live on this episode as well as you can leave us a voice message, an audio recording of say, maybe we said something that hit a nerve here and you want to get something off your chest. There's going to be a button right there for you to do that as well. I will get the audio recordings. I'll reach out to you. So please leave your name and like how to get in touch with you before I just play that shit on the show. But you can leave us a voice message. It might be on the show. We can take questions. We can do all those fun things. All this is now available because we're on Spotify. So again, you don't have to go to Spotify, but a lot of fun stuff's going to be happening over there. You know where to find me on social media. If you don't, just look for me. You'll find me. Um, follow the Cloud Conversations pod page at Instagram. That's all I got, man. I appreciate it. Oh, right in an hour and 30 minutes. And I appreciate it. Uh, good night. Christy Loriano, say good night. Be good nice night. people. Good night, beautiful peoples. I shall love you forever. Oh, shit. Okay. (laughs) Ghost.